Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Here I am. Oh man, mine was a little shaky. Here I am. It's early, guys. What is it? It's 7:19 in the morning in Los Angeles. I'm up. Noah, wait, you're in Arizona. Did you guys don't we're switch time, time zones? You're so you're same right now. Yeah, I'm as I'm the same as you. And then we're gonna fall back and you're gonna stay where you are. At some point yeah. we're gonna be before you. I have okay now. Is that I'm the confused. Arizona way? You guys don't Arizona doesn't do time zones. You guys don't do daylight saving. Yeah, we're mountain time. I'm mountain person. But right now you're Pacific time. Yep. So you just said you're mountain time, but sometimes you're mountain, sometimes you're Pacific. I don't know. I just you know what, honestly, I'm in so many different time zones because I work east, like I, I have yes. family and stuff. East Coast, work with people in uh, Pacific time. You're in Central time. I'm all over the place. I know. There is no time. It's uh, it's unbelievable how much confusion it can cause and how basic math can uh, evade me when I'm 
figuring sometimes I just am like I do and I'm always someone who like makes the time the person I'm talking to's time because I don't I don't want them to have to do the math and then but then I do the math and it's all wrong and then they think I'm doing my time because most people talk from their own time zone space and it's just a big old mess um it's early I got like six and a half hours six hours of sleep that's pretty good I feel like seven seven or eight is like what people need, right? Mm-hmm. That's like what they pe- people like. They, people are like, so yeah, that's what you, yeah. So I feel good about that. I mean, yesterday was a long day. I have the longest day today. Yesterday was a short day. I'm doing a TV show that I can't say that I'm on, but um, it's a show that's been on forever. And um, today is a. I think I get out. Hair and makeup arrives at 8.30, so I've got, well, this is going to be a shorter podcast today, guys. Just a warning, it's going to be a little over an hour, and then I I got in trouble yesterday, though, because I, I hair and makeup, so I went from doing the podcast right into a fitting for the two looks that I needed for yesterday's part of the show and today's part of the show. I looked slamming. My stylist uh, killed it. Worth the money. Um, so good. I felt like so stylish. Um, I got so many compliments from like people who know fashion like really well on this show and they're like where's that top and I'm just like I don't know I literally like stand there and yesterday I was like getting my hair makeup done we were running late and they were putting earrings in my ear I didn't even know what earrings I was wearing I just held out a hand and they put the the rings on very glamorous fashion egg can I drop a fashion egg well for the people on the show to compliment you is huge yes because they're right. very much aware yeah. of good fashion. Right. Okay, I can drop a fashion egg because I'm going to say something. Hold on. Let me just uh, hold on. Because I first of all, I had to learn all new terminology to work on this show. Because it's a, it's a culture like I'm not... I've been using the word privy a lot. And I, I said it yesterday twice in just conversation. I go, I think I'm probably going to bust out a privy tomorrow on the show if I could predict it and I just yeah I'm not privy to their conversation I don't know why privy is in my head sometimes sometimes I just get new vocab words and it just sticks um and so I had to like really do a lot of research so I could be a proper ally to uh to the people who make and are on the show and the culture around the show but they were like people were flipping for my outfit yesterday it felt so good and I just said to I, I and I was talking to a guy on the show that um who is always very fashionable and I go what do you do like do you have stylists like this is kind of um it's too expensive for me to like exist in this business anymore because I need to look good every time I do something that's like you know I used to just hire uh my stylist for things that were oh a lot of eyes are on this and now I'm getting asked to do things that every time it's a lot of eyes on it and then um And I just feel the disappointment in my stylist voices when I'm like, I'm going to dress myself for this one. They're like, can, can you, can you just send us a couple pictures of what you have? Cause we're just a little worried. Um, today I'm wearing Whitney Cummings merch for her show. Good for you. She has the best merch. We're getting merch too. I just approved a t-shirt design yesterday that is going to the shop to print. It will be available on tour. I hope it will be available in my merch store on my website. I think there's still stuff up there. Like we're just like clear clearing house. So if you go on my website and look at the merch, you can go buy some stuff that like old merch, but it's all really cute as shit. 
I make sure the designs are like actually wearable and don't say like a punchline that there's no context. Nothing bothers me more than a comedian shirt that has some kind of joke that you're like, even the person who saw the show, maybe that night they're drunk and they buy the shirt and they're like, I love that punchline. The punchline's like, well, I didn't say a cow could buy it. And it's like, uh, okay. And you're like, oh my God, that's a great, I loved that joke. I'm going to buy the shirt. And then your friends go, what? What is this? I didn't say a cow could buy it. What is that joke? And you're like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't remember. Like I said yesterday, you don't remember funny jokes. Um, and so, God, some people's merch is just terrible. I just can't believe the confidence some people fucking have in this business. I was talking to Fortune Feimster last night about it. We ran into each other at <sighs> Supernova. I did two sets last night after a long ass day. and um, But it was really fun. I got David Spade on the the first show. I made him come with me. We went to dinner and then I drug him over there. His set was so funny. Uh, he followed me. Like I went first. I brought him up. Then I went back and just sat at one of the tables and watched his set. And um, I, my body made noises. I laughed in ways that I didn't. Laughs came out of me unpredictably. And it was so fun. And I was laughing so loud that people were turning around. And I wasn't trying to be one of those laughers that's like, look at me. You just saw me on stage and now I'm back here laughing. Isn't it funny? Like, cause there were people looking like, oh, Nikki Glazer's watching. Cause I, I brought him up. Like, this is my favorite comedian ever. Funniest person I know, David Spade. And um, so I was back there. It, it just seemed like I was like showing off. Like, see, I, I told you I liked him, but I was laughing. I could not, I could not believe how funny he was. He has this joke where he's, <laughs> he tells, he's like, it's one of my favorite jokes because it's just so subtle and hilarious. But he goes, um, I have one of those friends that just like anytime I take a pill, like they're just like, hey, hey, can you give me one? Like like any kind of pill, like just, you know, these people that are just like, he's talking about heroin and how like fentanyl's the new heroin. And like, if you're a pussy, if you do heroin, yeah, I'm going to just do heroin to take the edge off. But like, you know, fentanyl's, uh, uh, I think it's like a thousand times something stronger than heroin or something. He's like, couldn't we go like five times stronger? We had to go a thousand and he, that's like David Spade's humor because yesterday, do you hear about the 17 billion gallons of human waste that was uh, accidentally put into the ocean here? Just dumped into the LA uh, ocean, right? Um, there was a plant that had a malfunction, a clog, because Andrew's been flushing his wipes. I'm serious. These clogs are caused by people flushing their goddamn wipes. The system overflowed. The plant was going to have like an explosion of shit, like everywhere, flooding the streets, like flooding the plant. It would have been a total meltdown in this place. That was only, I think it was like 15% of the human waste was 17 million gallons of the day's waste. 17 million gallons was uh, purposefully let into the ocean to to make sure that even more wasn't because they were about to have a plant shut down because it was flooding. And so they dumped all the waste into the ocean, 17 million gallons um, over July 11th and 12th. Carlisle like went swimming in it over the weekend too. Like she was in like Malibu swimming and I think it happened like a little further up, but it was like 17 million gallons. But Spade was like, I was on set all day yesterday, so I didn't get this like LA news bulletin until I got it to dinner and Carl was like, did you hear about the 17 million gallons and spades? Like, yeah, they said it could have been worse. Cause I read all the articles later too. And it was like, it could have been worse. We did this to prevent worse. And he goes, uh, 17 million feels like a lot. Like, it's just like, can we just acknowledge that? Like, I get it could have been worse, but 
17 million. Like, it's a lot. But Spade was talking about this guy that takes pills all the time. And he's like, I have a buddy that's just like, every time I take a pill, he's like, hey, hey man, give me one. Give me one. Come on. And he goes, dude, you don't even know what this is. This is like, it's for my sinus infection. He goes, I don't care, man. I'm married. Just give me one. Like, saying I'm married as a reason. He goes, Come on. And he goes, dude, like, I, I, I can't, like, I can't, you, what is this going to do? It's just going to make you like drowsy. He goes, I don't care. I have kids, dude. I just want to feel anything other than what I feel. It's so funny to say I'm married as like a symptom. It was just so perfect because the, he just did this character of this guy. That's just like, dude, I'm, I'm just, I'm married. Like that's, that explains it enough. I just thought it was like the funniest line. He has this whole bit about Fauci. It, it's, he has all these jokes that I go, and he has his, his special Take the Hit, which if you haven't heard it, it's from like the 90s. One of my favorite specials actually was a special that I got turned on to by the guy that I lost my virginity to uh, when I was in Kansas City. I was like, uh, you know, really good friends with like the, in my opinion, and everyone's opinion, the best joke writer in town. I was just like, he was just brilliant and cool and fun and had a girlfriend and uh, that was attractive to me because I'm scared of intimacy. And so it keeps them at an arm's length. And I lost my virginity to him, but uh, he was the one that was like, have you seen David Spade's take the hit? And I was like, no. And then we listened to it and I just couldn't believe it. And I, I told Spade, I'm like, bring those jokes back. People don't, rem even I want to hear those again. Those are the type of comedians joke, a lot of comedians jokes you don't want to hear again because the surprise is taken out of it. But his is so packed with like it's almost like a comedy movie you want to watch again and I was like yeah bring those back and like add more to it I don't know it's just I'm just so um but I, I was talking to Fortune Feimster about people that have so much confidence and um I feel oh we were talking about money and how what we do with it and how we manage it and she's someone that was saying that you know she she is very like looks at every like knows every cent that's coming in knows every cent that's leaving is almost like she she gives the bill to her wife to at, when they go out to eat because she'll be tempted to leave a lower tip because she grew up poor and grew up where her family had money and then spent it all like squandered it in a way and so she's constantly like monitoring it so when I say to people, if you don't spread your wealth, stop listening to my podcast, I'm talking to fortune. No, I, I do understand that there's a lot of psychological issues around money. Um, but if you have the ability, you need to find a way to surmount those and, and work it out. But it was just interesting because I go fortune. I'm the opposite. You know, I don't like I want to give someone uh, I want to give someone the bill so that they don't I I don't even want to look at the bill. Most of the time I just go. I just write in a number that is way above and then I just don't even add it up because I don't want to see how much it is. Not because it stresses me out, but because I just, I, I just don't want to look at money. I just want a husband to do it. That's what I really want a partner for. And instead of being, and, and you know, I just told, told you if you're frugal with money to like work on yourself. So you're not, I don't want to work on my money things. I just want someone to come in. Cause I was telling fortune. I'm like, I could be better about it. And like, you know, force myself to look at my stuff, educate myself. I don't want to, I just, I'm not interested in it. I just want a husband to do it or a wife or, you know, like a partner. That's why I have a business manager, but I just want someone else to do the things I don't want to do. Noah, do you relate? Does, does Avi do anything in your relationship that you're like, I'm really glad there's someone to 
take this role because if I was a single person, it wouldn't be getting done. Yes. Yeah. And that um, it's negotiating mm. because I'm, I'm such a pushover when it comes to that. Like I just, I just want to pay people whatever they ask. Yeah. But sometimes people ask for hire expecting yeah. you to negotiate them down. So he's like, whenever we do stuff like that, like if we have to take the car or like the mechanic mm -hmm. or now we're hiring people to work on the house, like a plumber or whatever. Yeah. You I'm just like, moved into I'll a new house. I'll make the appointment. Yes. I'm like, I'll make the appointment, but you deal with it because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just give them whatever they want. I do. Yeah. I do the same. I give them more. I'm like, you know what? I'll give you what you want. Plus if you do a good job, I'll like give you, I always do that. And it's, it's, and, and I was, it, we were talking about, is it about control too? Like, do I like to pay? Do I like to be generous so that people owe me something or they like me more? And I don't think it's that. I really think it's like, get this money away from me. I don't like having this much. And it makes me feel like I'm going to owe. If I have too much money, it's just going to, I don't know. I'm, I'm complaining about stuff that I'm sure people are like, shut the fuck up. We don't want to hear about how much money you have and, and, and you, know, you can't look at it. Wah, wah. It's just a, there's just things that bubble up that I'm just like, man, a husband would be nice. Like this weekend when that guy was creepy, like someone who cares about me beyond I'm paying them to care about me. Cause that, you know, I have an assistant who's like caters to my needs when she's on the clock. I have friends who open for me who are there to kind of mitigate, but essentially they don't, and they do love me, but they don't, they, they also, um, have their own lives and I just want someone, but that, that again, that brings me back to the narcissist thing, Noah, like of, do I want some, am I, I want someone to take care of me. Am I willing to take care of someone else? And I think I am. I want to, I want to, I'm not going to look at anyone's money, but I'll do things that I'm good at. I don't even, I don't really know what I'm good at. I mean, a couple sex stuff things, man on stage last night, I was talking about the people just are horrified by the things I admit on stage. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like they were, I have this new bit that I stumbled into last night and it's, it opened something up that, uh, really resonated with people. And I, I'm going to like bite my tongue and not share it, but it was nice to like stumble into something because I was just in, I was following, like Bill Burr was in the room. I always get so nervous when Bill Burr's in the room. Spade is watching me. I'm just like, can you guys like, I mean, I I really asked Spade, I'm like, can you not watch me? And then it's like a whole thing of like, you have to, I have to go leave now. And I'm like, you know what? Just fucking stay. I'll just like disappoint you. And you'll probably not want to go to Tim with me again. Let's get Andrew in here and, and just, uh, I'm rambling a lot today, uh, but it's going to be a fun show. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer. And so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does. And it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time. You want it to look really good. And you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, Andrew. 
Good morning. Good morning. Top of the arts to you. Arch it up. Arch it up. Uh, David Archuleta. How, yeah, <laughs> I love him. Oh, my God. His song Crush is one of my favorites. He had the single right after he, you know, got second on American Idol. I don't know what he placed, but it's like, uh, it's just, it's called Crush and it's great. It's, and it's one of, it's one of the most underrated pop songs and I really recommend it if anyone out there likes uh, David Archuleta. Um, so great poll. How'd you sleep last night? I slept good until I got the midnight shits. Oh no. My God. Yeah. Midnight shits. Wait, was well, it, it was from more chicken three, salad three the night before? <laughs> it's 3 a.m. I must be shitting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, so you woke up rumbly tummy. Yeah, you know. Were you with friends? Thing, friends? When, when, yeah, I was with Brent Brent's. I felt kind of weird. And then you went in the bathroom. Uh, Has she heard you shit? Has she heard your asshole clear out before? Um, she's heard my stand up, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, uh, she, 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 um, she, I, I told her when I came back to bed that I had the shits. And so I'm very open about it. But, yeah. you know, the shit sucked because your brain is not awake. It's not like a, 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 a brain awake of your sleep. You're still asleep. Mm. And you're zombieing up, and it was one of those shits. Have you ever had it where you poop, you get back in bed, then you got to poop. You think you're done. You think you're finished, and then you got to right. poop again. No. Yeah. Ugh. I've never, never had, had the had midnight that? shits. No. Mm -mm. I mean, unless I was, like, sick, and then your body, like, wakes you up. I mean, I, I guess your body had to get something out. What did, what, I'm guessing you ate some shit yesterday. Something gross? Um, I had cauliflower pizza. Oh, that's, well, the way you say it's gross, but um, I just, cauliflower, really, it bothers me. Cala? Cauliflower. Yeah, cauliflower. Wait, you say cauli too, don't you, Noah? It's just, it's just like a child, pischetti and cauliflower. It's just like how a baby <laughs> would say cauliflower pizza. You love that how cauliflower pizza. Cauliflower. And you say cauliflower. You say Lee. Cauliflower. There is an I in there. Like though, Robert somewhere. E. Lee. I know, but it's cali. Lit. Like the I is a li. But I guess you can say, a lot of people say cauliflower, and I just think it just sounds a little bit like Pollyanna. Like, oh, mama, are you making cauliflower <laughs> pizza in that? Like, it's just a yeah. little like. Okay. How fun All is right. that? That's it is pretty fun. fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that was entertaining. You know, I used to have when my parents were going through. That. <laughs> you can say that, but I don't. I don't know about if that was. Entertaining. So that was fun forever. For yeah, that was a great you? time. Yeah, the toilet was it fun for the bowl? Uh, tail feathers. No. Nope. Um, when I when I was a kid, I would um, when my parents were going through the divorce. This is how it like. It would show in my body is through horrible stomach pain so bad that I had to check to see if I had stomach cancer. I like went to a doctor and drank that like white goo or whatever, yeah, oh, like I the know. paste. Yeah, and um, every night, goo. literally every night for like two years, <laughs> I had to. I woke up in the middle of the night having to having the midnight shits for like two so, years every single I night. I think what was going on is not cauliflower pizza. I think you are stressed about something. Something's something's bumming you out. Something. And I think you probably know what it is. You probably don't want to share it with us, but something's going on. 
for you because that's a that's a total stress response your parents were going through a divorce you woke up with your body the body keeps the score boy (laughs) i agree but i also think anytime i eat cheese your boy splats oh that cauliflower pizza didn't have vegan cheese no, it had regular cheese. Is dairy so that splatting. good? Just you don't care no. about dairy. You just get some Daya stuff. Get some. Get the pizzas that are vegan. Oh, they have that with cauliflower yeah. at Whole Foods. Maybe, but you might not I'll have cauliflower. Check. It just might be a regular crust. But it's not gonna like make. Why the cauliflower? So it's less calories. So you can eat two pizzas instead of one slice. Three. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Tricked you. But you really got me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do you just like love the cauliflower crust for the taste, or it's it's? I'm guessing it's just. Oh you uh, want- uh, yeah, of course. It's it's like anything. You're substituting. I don't yeah. want the carbs. I don't want the gluten. Um, yeah, I want to be healthier. Sure. So I eat cauliflower. Is it way healthier? Maybe not. Mentally, placebo wise, yes, it helps me out a little. Yes, bit. yes, but I, it sounds like you're suffering from the real cheese later on in, in the midnight hour, <laughs> in the midnight runs. <laughs> What's that? What's that song? Midnight. Uh, midnight. Uh, fuck. It's the guy with the beard, the white beard. <laughs> I don't know. It's the guy with the beard. Uh, he what sang did you the do song, yesterday? Uh, fuck. What is it? It what doesn't matter. It, we do, no one I know. cares. Yeah. No, it's, it's, about it's not sex. important. He loses his virginity to the girl, I think. Uh, Anyhow. No. I lost my virginity uh, 16 years ago yesterday. I realize oh, July thirteenth is always a special day f- to to me. Uh, it's when it all began. Um, what'd you do yesterday? To How celebrate? did you lose your virginity again? What was it? One more time. Uh, a guy, a Kansas City comic, um, who was friends with, uh, just had a girlfriend. But I, you know, was like, I don't. I just need to get this shit over with. And uh, I really liked him, and he really liked me, and I felt safe. And we talked about it, and it was a very, it was a great losing your virginity you know it was like simple i was surprised at when he came he like ran into the bathroom really quickly but i think it was because he had to like get the condom off or something but i just remember the scramble to the bathroom i was like what just happened but i think it's because he had to take off the condom i don't know i don't know i just remember being like oh i guess after sex guys run to the bathroom maybe he ate some dairy maybe not <laughs> he, had this, he had this shit the whole time while i did have having sex with you up my puss um that he took a little bite of. I mean, a lot of you guys. Couldn't you couldn't put a string cheese down you, your vagina, up your vagina. Easily. E- I mean, I don't you know, but easily. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a flaccid penis. I say flaccid because I think that's the right way to be pronounced. I know it's I mean, flaccid. That's wild. I know, but I Whatever remember. Whatever you just said there. I remember uh, Kelsey Grammer going on some show, you know, like Frasier, uh, saying that. Cul- culinary should be pronounced culinary and flaccid should be pronounced flaccid because it's a double C and has a hard K sound. I think he's probably wrong, but I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, remember the time I, I d- did I tell you I put a gummy worm up my vagina? I just had it in my post lips so that uh, when I was picking up ex-boyfriend up from the airport and I knew he would finger me like right away and he loved gummy worms. And so I thought it would be hilarious for him to like finger me as soon as he got in the car and then pull out a gummy worm. <laughs> like his favorite I mean, candy. that's, that's, that's insane. Fun. That's funny. That's fun. It is very funny. It is very yeah. funny. And the funniest part is it started as a gummy bear, and then you put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. So, wait. When he... Gummy crabs. When, oh, wait. When he, was he just... turned on? Was he turned on? No, I don't think he was, like, 
I think he was already turned on, so he was just like, get this thing out of the way, and like, I'm not ready to laugh. That's the thing. Guys don't like like to laugh when they're horny. I mean, that really. could cause a disease, probably. I mean, you're throwing gummies in there. What if he, his flight was delayed? Would you keep it in? I'm s- uh, no, uh, no, because it, no, I mean, probably, who cares? <laughs> First of all, don't tell me it's going to cause a disease. You're get people, girls get like random dicks rubbed on that. Like you're putting stuff down there all the time. Don't tell me. And sometimes like a tampon, you don't know where that's, been. well, I guess it's been in packaging and then you open it, but you put <laughs> yeah. things up there that are not going to be <laughs> safe sometimes. Sometimes no, your look. sex toys, you don't clean them properly. Like, uh, you know me, I, I just, it's not going to give you any, just, I just, I did a joke last night and it fucking worked so well, thank God, about how people will get the flu and be like, I sat next to a baby on this plane and this fucking baby, I got of the flu. And it's like, or you swallowed cum, yeah, like you, yeah, you literally, yeah, yeah. Inject, you were <laughs> licking someone's balls. Could that be it? Like, it's always just like, you blame it on just oh this woman coughed i mean the joke doesn't really work as well with like covid but that was always funny to me when people are such germaphobes yet they'll eat ass it just uh, it, that's so st- like oh my god my toothbrush touched the floor like it fell on the floor like i was talking to someone about how you keep the toothbrush in the shower and how basically germ wise that doesn't concern me because I, i'm sure most people would be like that's so gross your body dirt rubs off and i go but then the water is like ru- like that's I'm sure his toothbrush is cleaner than ones that you leave by your sink that are like next to your toilet where it's spraying poo everywhere and the you know in at the midnight hour. So I bet like <laughs> I bet a germologist would come in and say, actually, the shower toothbrush is probably cleaner and like less germy. But the thing about the toothbrush in the shower is just optically it's not that's I don't want my friend having his toothbrush in the shower because it just shows to me that like that's not good self care. It's like this simple, you know what I mean? Like it's just not a good look. But in terms yeah. of germs, I think you're right. I'm, I don't. I don't think it's a big deal at all. Should so I that, put it? I should put it on something. Sure, I should buy it, get a shelf. I'm gonna order an Amazon shelf shower shelf today. That's my sure. goal today. Yeah, that's my one have, goal. Okay, that's good. What 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 else you got going today? Um, I got uh, Pilates at four, mm. and that's about it. <laughs> Let's get to the news. I can't even. <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> I have a great life, though. I uh, I get to dress up <laughs> and be, and put on makeup and make TV, hey. which is so exciting. And I, Look, I love it. Look, you could do exactly what I do, baby. You could Pilates it. Well, up today. then I couldn't Quit pay everything. for you to do Pilates all day. <laughs> Well, make a decision. <laughs> you wouldn't be in that apartment if uh, if if I didn't do the jobs I was for doing. A week, I would be here for another year. We could off what you have right now. We could be here for another year. No, I'm saying like I got to that place where I could afford that apartment for you to live in with me because I work I, I work these crazy hours. I'm workaholic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what you tell yourself, but you don't have to work quite as much to afford this place. That's if it true. was And I mean, we all know I'm not I'm making $7,000 for these 2 days of work that are 20 hours of work and I also am spending about 9,000 to do the show. So, <laughs> I'm spending $2,000 to work 20 so, hours. Are you saying I can't do Pilates today cuz you lost money today? Yeah, I, I really need you. I need you to do a promo code and maybe promote them to get it at half price. I saw you. I saw you with a promo code. Has hey, all right. Used it? Has get to the it? news. Let's get to the news. 
Apparently. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. I mean, I honestly think these people stole this from you. Uh, the Bachelorette Katie Thurston pitches Operation Woo Woo, a week yes, off whacking of off. Of whacking off, yeah. Challenge against her. And uh, fans are not loving this, apparently. They say you're yeah. sex positive, yet you're keeping guys from coming. Yeah, so she's pretty much telling the guys on the show no more jerking off for like a week. But you can't really monitor. She's like, no more sh- long showers, no more, you know, I don't know where else they're going to do it. And the fantasy, like, don't break into the fantasy suite before, uh, you know, into jerk one, like into Chris Harrison's abandoned green room or whatever the fuck. You can't jerk off. You can't really monitor it. The guys are like, what? You know, they got all the reaction shots from the guys probably learning that one of, you know, from something else, you know, they're probably like, Katie's only going, Katie's canceling the cocktail party. And all the guys are like, what? And then they took those reactions and were like, we can't jerk off. I mean, like, is a week <laughs> that hard to go? Every, and a lot of people wrote me about this and was like, she's doing your thing. And I'm like, um, I don't, I, I, the thing is, it's so upsetting to me that I, I don't think this is a good idea because the, the how much these guys are going to be into her, and I'm saying this for myself, is going to be based on the fact that they have a lot of cum in their balls. Like, I don't want a guy's attraction and love for me to be dependent on whether he jerked off or not. And that is essentially what attraction is. Like, I, it's so upsetting to me to, to realize that men don't like you as much when they don't have cum in their balls when they've come and why would you ever allow your man to come then like i just i don't ever want my partner to orgasm because you just said two never, different things right there i know but why is but that sucks <laughs> that i have to do that it sucks that my okay. the attraction to me is dependent on whether this guy uh you know shot out some white goo wait when were you talking about white goo that you use to to see if you have stomach cancer doodles I, I look, this is the thing. If I come, yes, I'm not going to want to fuck as much, but that doesn't take away my, and I know you're not going to believe this, but for, as a guy, I, it doesn't take away my love for the girl or me wanting to be with her or hang out with her or cuddle with her. It really uh-uh, doesn't take uh-uh. away from that. Third one, cuddle bullshit. You guys are so much cuddlier when they have come in their balls. Don't tell me. I understand the love and the <laughs> devotion. All that is like still there. What I'm talking about, what I love in a relationship is the when a guy wanting. looks at me with uh, yeah. desire, when he, um, I, I like compliments. My love languages are compliments and physical touch. Those are two things that are, honestly, I would say 50%, at least compliments is 50%. You get more when a guy has <laughs> no comment his balls. At least 50% no, more compliments. No, has come in his balls. Has come in his balls. Has, sorry, has. And touching, <laughs> I would say, goes up a 1,000% if he has come in his balls. So it just bothers me that that's the thing. And and so I truly just, like, I don't. I get, like, really bummed. I, I love when someone, I always like when guys come. I like to, like, wait to have my, like, fourth orgasm with the, them finishing. Like, I like to be like, okay, I'm. Usually they're like, come one more time and then I'll come. And I'm like, no, can I like wait till you, because it's so hot to me when you do it. But at the same time, it's like, there's a little bit of sadness in me because I'm like, oh, the energy that I felt just 20 minutes ago from you, it's just, it's just not as, it's not there anymore. 
Well, I guess I guess the beauty of but it I'm, is my stomach's he, he's full. Go, he's gonna recome. You know what I mean? It'll like, build up again, it, but it takes four days. Like you know, it's no. Just like, for me, it takes four days. For an average male, it probably takes two days tops. So yeah, so I don't one day wait you're two not days. gonna. Well, then that's that's you got to be more patient with the come. I think you got to mm. be more patient. I think I think you got to have an understanding that the love doesn't go away just because he's not complimenting me as much. I can handle that for out a day, without a day. I mean, I think right. I think what happens is you combine those two of like love for you and compliments are not the same thing. But that's my love you, language, so that is well, how I process. Change love. it to Spanish or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know I either. Just, I just yeah. really Noah. Do you struggle with that? Like after sex, like you just find that your partner isn't as like sweet and like loving yes and we've talked about it like in the beginning of my relationship it definitely like raised some concern for me but we talked about it and it's just kind of (laughs) so it's just like a buildup of his chi and you know and and the release of it but it has nothing to do with attraction even though we've had many many conversations about it and i needed the reassurance about the the change of mood afterwards the change of demeanor the overall vibe it's girls girls and and also i'm sure men who date men and maybe are more like have more um feminine qualities also feel this as well from their male partners who just whether or not can you say then can't you say then oh it's a biological thing it happens to every guy it's not me it's not like you should be no, able to rationalize it. I don't no, think it's me. I don't think it's me. Okay, well not you. Whatever. Or like so it's him, but you it's can't not control him. It. It's just biology. So then that I should think, justify like, No, I know. I have a lot of sympathy or empathy for these maybe more sympathy because I, I, I just I I think that must be hard for a guy to because you've felt it before, Andrew. I don't know what that's like to I actually I do know what it's like to have my attraction stop on a dime or turn. Like I'll be into someone and they'll say something or do something. And I'm like, I hate you now. Like I literally am repulsed by you. It just went from me wanting to hold your hand and be close to you to the smell of you makes me sick because you just said some, you know, you told me you voted for Trump or, you know, know, something like that. That's just like, oh, oh." and that feeling sucks when I've, when I felt that, you know, it used to be for guys who are available. I would pursue a guy and pursue a guy who had a girlfriend or wasn't into me. Finally, he flips and he's like, I like you. And it would literally happen in a, I remember in high school, I was in love with Doug Reese. It was like my identity. I love Dave Matthews band and Doug Reese. Everyone knew it. He was my best friend. We hung out all the time. It, like he even like, it was so weird. He was my best friend, but everyone knew I was in love with him and he knew, and we kind of joked about it. Finally, he dumps his girlfriend and is like, I want to be with you. Or it, he did. His best friend told me, and I remember the walk back to the parking lot after we were at Barnes and Noble, which we always went to at night and like hung out with a bunch of group of us. Matt Matt Vandervoort took me out to the parking lot and was like, 
Doug broke up with Catherine. And I was like, really? It was like a year. It was a, over a year of me <laughs> being like, oh, I hate, I hate her. And like, you know, being on AIM and waiting for Marley fan, fan with a PH because he liked fish and Marley, Bob Marley. I'd wait Hell for yeah. that door to open up on like, like the AIM and like wait for him to talk to me. And then I would see Dave her here. name yeah. come on. And I hated the name Catherine forever. <laughs> even my best friend, Catherine, who I met in college, I was like, I will let it slide, but I don't like Catherine's because that was his ex. I didn't even know this girl. He broke up with her. And I remember I was jumping up and down. I was like kissing Mabby. I was like, he's broke up with her. Like, he was like, yeah, Nikki, he like wants to be with you. He, he likes you. And I'm like, oh my God. He's like, he's coming up here tonight. I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, it's like I won the lottery. And then we were walking back to the cafe. And I just remember being like, I don't like him anymore. Like, I don't know what to do. Oh, fuck. And then Doug, poor Doug, who broke up with his girlfriend and like came up to be like, yeah. I'm here. I just was like, no. I just see you as a friend. I don't want anything more with you. I didn't like him at, it was gone and it felt terrible and I couldn't help it. So I understand men must feel yeah. pretty bad about how they feel after they come because it just, that's got to feel weird yeah, that like I'm of, so into this girl and then all of a sudden it's like, oh God, when is she When you're wait? saying this, when you're saying this, well then two days later though, you'd be in the dug again. That's the difference. Yeah. But, but. I do think like this explains like how with an orgasm you love the buildup, but the orgasm yeah. isn't as important to you. You love the buildup of dating this guy, of I possibly like the pursuit. <laughs> I like getting then, things. Yeah. I don't like doing things. I like finding out that I'm going to do this TV show. I like finding out that I'm going to tape this special. I don't want to actually do it because then it's like, then it's over. The excitement's over, and it's like, what's next? What's the next challenge? And, um, but that was high school, Nikki. I've come a really long way since then, but you know, I still have some of the same behaviors of like being attractive to men who like can't love me. And, uh, and when they become available, I'm just like, and, and that's not true though. Like I, I was scared for a while after that incident that, you know, cause my first boyfriend, Chris, I was so obsessed with him for a year. Same way. Like just in love. And, um, and then he finally was like, found out and was like, yeah, I'm into you too. And I was, I remember just being like, I know this is going to be Doug Reese again. As soon as he likes me, I'm not going to like him. And I still liked him. And that was like a huge, and the reason was, is because I never really got him to like, like me in the way that I wanted. It was still a challenge yeah, even yeah, after he yeah, gave yeah, it. Yeah. So maybe I'm not healed. Next story. There, Sorry. Wait, but before we move on, I just want to recommend a chapter for you to read in Jonathan Heights, the happiness hypothesis, mm -hmm. obsession versus love. I won't say oh, anymore. No. If you read any chapter, it'll make so much sense to you. Okay. Oh, that no. That makes a lot of sense to me in my like college relationship. It was definitely an obsession and not love. Yeah. But he really gets into it's not just like a like okay. a blanket. Jonathan Hyde, like, the happiness height. Height hypothesis. Okay. A, a really great book on happiness. Okay. I will check that out. I I will just and if you you know me, Noah, all I want to read is one chapter of a book. So thank you. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh is what's the next story, a, Andrew? Uh, is there a cliff notes for that chapter for Nikki? <laughs> um Wait, like I say this Katie the the bachelorette girl saying the no jerking off. It's just it's just going to make the, these guys are already like having trouble jerking off and they don't get to do it that often. You're, you're creating, well, that's what reality shows do. They create an atmosphere where everything's heightened and emotions are, are your emotions, you're, you're more likely to get on your knee and propose to a woman if you haven't come for a really long time and she's the only woman you've seen. Hilarious. <laughs> for months and months. There's right? something so, well, yeah, I mean, think about marriages for the end of time. You're not supposed to have sex until you're married. 
It's the idea is you hold the cum in until honeymoon until your wedding night. Like and then you go, That's What did so I wild. do? What did I oh do? Oh my god, oh, can you no. imagine how many guys <laughs> Yeah, are so horny, and then they—that's my biggest fear—is that like I don't sleep with guys because I don't want that energy to go away, and then when I do, I mean I've just had really awful experiences after guys come of just being super super mean and breaking my trust, and it's just like I I've been like really wounded by the male orgasm, and also very uh, pleased by it, but I just have a lot of trauma from. Men coming all, and then being being really fucking mean to me, and I just I don't like understand how Jekyll. this doesn't happen to women all the time. We're Doctor Jekyll and Mister Cum, like that's it's like I, yeah. we're we're literally bipolar. We're, yeah, Doctor Jekyll, pre cum, Mister Hide your hair so you don't get it in it because it's really a pain in the ass. To, just not my hair. Next story. All right, sad story. However, mm. I think it it, it uh it just the timing was good. Okay. I guess a, th- a 32 year old influencer plummets to her death as she <sighs> slips when trying to snap a pick on the edge of a waterfall. Ledge head. A ledge head. I know. Let's just give a moment oh, of silence no. for this ledge head. Did they get the video? Did they get the? Did she get the shot? Went viral, baby. Is there a picture of her like before? Because I'm guessing. Oh, she was trying to get to a ledge. Where was this? It was only a 16-foot waterfall, though. So, I mean, in her defense, it wasn't like she was standing on a 1,000-foot one. Yeah. And she, fe- was, and she died? Yeah, she died in Hong Kong. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, and her friends had to watch that happen. She was hiking with three friends. Oh, my God. I mean, that's so sad. It just... I, yeah. Dude, her I mean, last... This is ridiculous, No, dude. no. Oh, my God. <laughs> What was her last post? I can't even read it. It's so funny and sad. Posing on the edges of steep cliffs to her Instagram account where she includes the tagline. (laughs) Not scared. Life life should be fun, not dumb. (laughs) Oh, boy. R.I.P. Ledgehead. We love you. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I remember there was a... uh, there was a video or there was photos. I love the re- the subreddit last images because it always shows people's the, f- the last picture t- taken of someone before they died. And a lot of times it's just like, you know, a grandma's hand in hospice or like old people like, oh, I saw my mom before she gave, uh, you know, cancer got her and very sad. But some of them are like this of like this was seconds before she slipped to her death or those really always just like intrigue me in such a sick way. There's one that I... Um, remember there were like a, a similar situation teens hiking in a wo- in the woods I think this is in New York or in the east coast somewhere and they um, they saw a bear a brown bear or black some kind of bear and they started taking pictures of it and then all of a sudden it started charging them it caught their friend and mauled their friend to death but they have the footage of the bear like looking and then walking towards them and then like a blurry shot of like, whoa, shit, you know? And um, I just, I don't, there's something about that that really, I'm so scared of bears, but uh, because of that, they're so fast, you cannot run a bear. If you start running from a bear, kiss your life goodbye. Unless you're the guy I met on uh, in the Cayman Islands on the set of F-Boy Island who had a crazy scar well, on his ankle. And I go, what is that? And he goes, I was attacked by a bear. And I go, what? And he goes, I was just running from it. And I go, when you run from a bear, you should kiss your life goodbye. I've heard that. And he was like, I did. 
And then my dad kicked uh, it off or something. Yeah, I mean, what happens, I think, is if you're filming something, you're dis- you're obviously you're disconnected from it. So yeah. it's like you're seeing the bear on your phone. You don't see the bear in real life. Like, it's like, you right, know what I mean? Right, concert, like, people looking at their phones, and you go, it's right there. Why don't you look up? Yeah, the person probably tried to flip it up to go to the next TikTok to go, oh, I don't like this bear <laughs> charging me. Oh, next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. Why do well, I care? Well, there's so Let's many videos on TikTok of bears, like people yelling at bear. Like, there was a bear in a guy's car, and the guy's like, get out of my car. And the bear's like, what, dude? Like, it looked like it was the bear's car. Anyways, but uh, all right, why do I care? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why do I care? Adele buys a new mansion next door to the two homes she already owns in a swanky Beverly Hills suburb with her okay. third purchase in five years, forming her own mini estate. Damn. Hold on. Let's see. Adele number one, Adele number two, Adele number three. Wait, pull out because I think I just saw Mila and Ashton, Jennifer Lawrence. I've been here. Not to brag if it's the same place that she used to live. You know, five, six years ago. Been yeah, she bought in 2016. Uh, Adele did? Says. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, 2016? Uh, no, I, or, damn it. Or she bought it from Ellen or something, the article said. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I haven't been to that place. Zoe Saldana lives... Th- these are the neighbors. Adele, Penelope Cruz, and Javier Bardem. Zoe Saldana, Jennifer Lawrence, Mila Kunis, and Ashton Kutcher. And I think also uh, Conan lives around here, too, because... Mila had some story on his show about being neighbors with Conan. And wow, Adele is just scooping up property. I think it's so cool to buy the house next to you to be like, we can be as loud as we want because I'm just going to buy it next to me. What did she spend after splitting up with? She bought him. No, this is. Oh, she bought her husband. Yeah, this after is splitting the wild with him. part. She bought him a six bed property opposite her own home for $10.65 million so that her former spouse could still be close to their son. That's cute. I love that. I guess they're still friends. I mean, that's wild. As a, as a, as a, as a, a kid of divorce, like whatever, like my parents living next door to each other, the idea of that is just crazy. But maybe like, Adele nothing- and her husband are like they they just parted ways, like they had a conscious uncoupling where it was like they still liked each other. I mean, it's Wouldn't incredible. That have been sweet, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been. It would have been unbelievable. God, your parents' I mean, divorce was epic. You used to have a podcast I- <laughs> about divorce. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, the idea of, yeah, well, first of all, she's the, you know, the woman buying the guy that, I mean, the idea that my dad would buy a house next door to, you know, for my mom is just, (laughs) it's just so wild, dude. Like (laughs) they couldn't be in the same fucking County, let alone this But it's wild because why not? Like they once lived together. They go from like living together making three children together to like, I can't be in the same County as you. It's like, it's so wild how much you I know can go from loving someone to hating something. Uh, did your dad just come really hard or something? What, what, what made him want to leave? Yeah. And there's something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> your dad uh, needed fuller balls. He would have stuck around possibly. Yeah. Or maybe I think, yeah, I think he, uh, or lack of, I think it went okay, maybe it, too long. Do you think there's anything to this? I mean, I understand like cheating is not just about like getting your, like getting your balls drained. But like, if you think your husband might like be tempted gotta, or like, yeah, don't, drain like, those just balls. make him, just jerk him off or like blow him before he goes to like a party where he might like, or like if Brad Pitt, if my husband was like on set with Angelina Jolie or something or like. Was I would just demand that he jerk off 
in front of me before he went to set every day because if he had empty balls, you're going to be less attracted to your co-stars, right? Yes, but he would also maybe find it a little annoying. <laughs> so he might cheat on you for an, for even a worse reason for I just because he thinks you're annoying, not because of the common in the balls. You know what I mean? Can't. No, I know, but I'm saying though, like if he did cheat on you, that would mean he really didn't like you because he cheated right. on you without coming his balls. Yeah, I always said that like when guys cheat and the girls like you know th- th- so often someone cheats and the person does it because they want to get out of the relationship and they know it will like you can't come back from that and then they tell the person and the and the, their partner's like like oh it's we'll get past it and they're like wait what no like and what I was gonna what I was gonna say is like uh, oh fuck what was I gonna say my point was. Oh, oh, I know. A lot of times a guy will cheat to get out of a relationship or a girl will cheat and then tell the partner. The partner will be like, they think their partner is going to be like, I'm done with you. And you're like, oh, I know I fucked it up. I ruined it. And then it's like, because we, ch- I cheated. That's why we broke up. But then when the partner's like, I'll, I'll forgive you. We can work through it. And the person's like, but I'm not sorry. And she's like, but you were drunk. And he's like, no, I was stone cold sober. And it's like, oh, if you get cheated on and the person that did it <laughs> is sober, Alcohol really does create this, like, like if someone's drunk and they cheat, it really does make a difference. It's got to, because people that are drunk do things that are stupid all the time that we forgive. Yeah. Oh, I was drunk. We do it all the time for, like, innocuous things. You, there would be some, some level of forgiveness that would make you feel better if you got cheated on if the guy was drunk. But when the guy goes, no, I was sober, it's like, oh, you just hate me? Like, you... Well... When you're sober, it's not like one, you know, a lot of people always, I forget who had a bit about it, but it was like, uh, it's not one mistake. It's like 15 mistakes. You know yep. what I mean? Like you got in your car. That's a mistake. You drove to the out. That, you know, like everyone's always like, I made one little, I made one mistake and I hooked up. It's like, no, it was yes. all premeditated. And You pressed the yeah, elevator so. button. You went past <laughs> mistake. your floor. You kept Mistake. going down there. You entered a. You we got alone with someone that you have sexual chemistry with. That's the thing. Like mistake. I know someone who's never cheated, and he always says, "What I, my?" He's like, "I'm not different than other men." Obviously, those temptations are out there on work trips all the time. He goes, "But I don't want to cheat because there's too much to lose, and I don't want to hurt that those people." And my trick is, I just am never alone. He's kind of Mike Pensy. I'm, I just never put myself in a situation where it can happen. So like, yeah, there might be a girl that's like flirty and maybe touching his leg under a table at a business thing. He will not then find a way to accidentally yeah. be alone with that woman because that's what so many fucking guys do that cheat on their girlfriends as someone who has been the other woman before. These guys, oh, they, they can pin it on you for like, oh, she seduced me. She came after me. You can get out of, you don't, you leave the door open. You left the door open. Don't act like, uh, unless a woman (laughs) physically jumps on top of you and uh, you've done something to be a part of this. Uh, You know, I I just, so just don't, don't put yourself in a situation where it can happen. We all know when uh, a cheat can happen. It's when you're alone. Don't be alone. And take the cum out of your balls if you're worried. Just take the Let's cum Let's get out. to our uh, Wednesday segment. It's a new game we're going to play that it, Noah got a board game from Esther Perel, the sex psychologist, doctor, smart person, author, uh, podcaster. 
She's a podcast. She's like this badass woman who's done a ton of TED Talks. She wrote the books Mating in Captivity and State of Affairs. She's uh, just very... She's just very wise when it comes to sex and relationships. She has a podcast where she talks to couples and you listen to couples in couples therapy. It's called uh, Where Do We Begin? Where Should We Begin? Where Should We Begin? Which is the same name and this, of the game. It's the same name as the game. This is Esther Perel's game, Where Should We Begin? And it's a game of storytelling and getting to know each other. It's a good game for like first dates or just like friends sitting around. And um, Noah and I were talking about it yesterday and I thought it would be a fun game to play today because it would set us all up to tell fun stories and get to know each other a little bit better. So let's play Where Should We Begin? Okay, so I'm just going to modify it a little bit for the podcast, but we're going to pick a prompt card. Mm-hmm. So just tell me where to stop. 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 Okay. <laughs> so this is the Jinx. prompt card. Okay. It says share something nostalgic. Okay. And now I'm going to pick a question. Okay. That we will answer in that theme. Something okay, so nostalgic. God, I don't know how many to use. Okay, so tell me stop. when to stop. Stop. A, f- a phone number I need to delete. Oh. And then okay. something okay. nostalgic. Okay, so nostalgic. A phone number I need to delete. Something nostalgic. Um, I have a dead person in my phone who I need to delete uh, because they're dead. And I also have them in my phone as don't talk, don't talk to him, Nikki. <laughs> because he was someone that I had disappointed me so many times and been someone that like I had hope for having more with. And I, uh, I put him in my phone. So like when he would text me, I would say, don't talk to him, Nikki. Like it would remind me th- like whatever you're doing to convince yourself that it's going to be, it's going to work out this time. Don't, don't do this. And then he died and he's still in my phone as don't talk to him, Nikki. And now uh, it's I'm nostalgic for it because I was able to forgive this person before he died for always um, coming and then hating me afterwards and making me feel terrible. I mean, and then, um, but guess who had the last laugh? No. Uh, so I guess I'm like, I guess that's nostalgic. It's an old fling who's now passed on. And, uh, and I put him on my, and I probably need to delete that because it's a negative way to remember this person, but it's also, um, it's when it comes up, when I'm searching for Donnell Rawlings in my phone, don't talk to him. Nikki comes up and speaking of Donnell Rawlings, I ran into him last night and he's eager to get on the podcast and, uh, and talk to, uh, me about, he just wants to hang out. He's like, I just why haven't we worked together? Why, why are we not on a platform together doing stuff? And I was like, I don't know, Donnell. Let's do it. Uh, he was so fun last night. So nice. Uh, and so Donnell will be on the show at some point. I, I just, I love him. And he was so funny last night. Um, anyway, Andrew, what's a phone number that you need to get rid of in your phone that is under the theme of nostalgia? Hmm. That's a good one. I, oh, um, I would have to say, uh, sorry, uh, let me, that's a tough one. I don't really know what nostalgia, I know when nost- I'm being nostalgic, like you think, oh, I thought nostalgic meant like, oh, I've been in this room before or something. <laughs> that's deja vu. <laughs> oh, that's deja that's vu. That's just like yeah. having a memory. Uh, nostalgia Wait. is like a, a sense of like the way it was like, oh, my God, that takes me back to that time. And it really just, oh. it like suddenly oh, you just yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. sentiment yeah. from the past. Yes. Okay. So I will take out um, 
uh, this this woman who I wanted her to be my uh, my comedy uh, manager. It was like before we met, and yeah. I used to like. Wait, am I your comedy manager or something? What, are you saying that like I'm gonna be threatened? <laughs> it was before we met Nikki. <laughs> but I was like, like instead of like I don't know doing something that would cause to get a manager, I was like pretty much like not begging her to be my manager just being like why are you not my manager like i'm just as funny i'm just as talented why are you not seeing it yes i don't talk to her anymore i could take that number out i don't need to go back to that feeling of desperation yes so long and um, i love it yeah all right yeah move on you don't need you don't you don't need a manager no i don't need a manager i'm doing pilates (laughs) today (laughs) my manager got me into pilates at four yeah, your manager is the manager of Plank Fitness, and she gave you a promo code to put on your story. I'm just dying to know who used Andrew Plank 2020 or whatever. And so, like, did anyone anyone use yes. the promo code? Yes, we're talking really? about it right now. Go to Plank P L N K and sign up under Andrew Free Plank. What did you it get? Sounds like free. What did you wait? Is it really is the promo code Andrew Free Plank? <laughs> It's something like that. Should that? I actually give it out? I, I mean, no. I I I want to know the deal you worked out with this woman, though. Was it like you get free uh, classes okay. for life for that? I get, I get. And did you tell her how cla- many followers you had? Yeah, she saw everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get eight free classes a month. If I, I just got to put in my story, and then like once every few months, I got to make it a main post. Okay. So I'll do something where I'm like blowing the reformer or something. I don't know. I'll yeah, do something yeah. funny. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. But, uh, <laughs> dude, I had this thing go viral yesterday, kind of viral-ish, where I, I just went like this on Instagram. Did you see that little video yeah, I made on Yeah, where you were like TikTok? doing a reaction to those girls. The girls were doing a reaction and then you did things. I thought I was going to take it down after like two minutes because it would do so poorly and I wasn't yeah. gonna, and it, it, people loved it. Like, I don't understand why. On TikTok, did it go viral or on uh, Instagram? On TikTok, it actually got taken down. <laughs> oh, so where did it go viral? On Instagram. How does it go viral? Viral-ish. On just, not, not viral. You just got more but likes. Like, yeah, it, it's just doing very well. Like, people reacted better to that than anything I've ever done. Wow. And it's just me yeah. doing the eat out sign to women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it. Uh, I see these all the time, these reaction shots, and I'm just, like, so confused by what they are. But now I, I kind of get it. Yeah, you were just yeah, bored on the anyhow. couch. You were very bored yesterday. I was I could tell. I had a good day. I hit golf balls. Brennan came over. We did face. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, if you pluck your boyfriend's eyebrows and you're doing underneath, you got to wet them first you can't go in dry i know women you go through all the all the bad things i get that but she went in straight dry to do the under the eyebrow yeah you know what you i mean do that dry- what do you mean wet them with shave cream or what oh, wet them with a hot a hot rag no it no. hurts so bad it hurts so oh, bad no, i cry no. i cry a little bit we did i ever tell you about when i got my eyebrows waxed before a no. wedding <laughs> 
you do the, you got your back waxed before you moved to St. Louis. I, that was the weirdest choice. In the middle of winter, you got your back waxed right before you thought like they were that you were gonna, St. Louis like makes you take off your shirt as soon as you get in or something. Well, there was you a do weird here. things. Oh yeah, you do weird things before things. Well, final thought here. Um, yeah, I. <laughs> We got to get to Noah's nostalgia number, but yes. Oh, sorry. Tell me about I, when I'm you sorry, waxed I'm your sorry. eyebrows before a wedding. Oh, I waxed my eyebrows, and right when she waxed the underneath, it was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. And I didn't stop her. I let her do the next one. I don't know if she used, like, she, I think she used, like, she didn't sti- like hot before. glue. Yeah, she, she, dude, I no, was Andrew, like, it was the I'm worst sure pain I ever wax. felt. And you right had the anal I, scissors. You said that was the worst pain. Okay, second worst pain I ever felt. I felt like I had anal eyes. And so <laughs> I, I, so, so I fucking, right when it hit, I go, oh my God, this isn't good. And it was a fucking, my buddy's wedding who went to West Point. So he was there with all these army guys. And I show up with the most absurd metrosexual eyebrows. Oh, because you thought you were going to meet a girl still. there. Oh, they're no. They're still bleeding. They're bleeding? Like I look like Mike Tyson. Is there any pictures from this wedding that we can find? So Please. I'm wearing sunglasses at night. I'm wearing sunglasses at night, and and then Rusty, my buddy Rusty's going up to everyone at the wedding, going, "You gotta see these eyes." <laughs> I was I trying mean, to be incognito. I love Rusty so much. <laughs> I love that you didn't let you off the hook for it. I just I these little attempts to like end. look hot. Yeah. I can't. They're just so funny, Andrew. Like I, yeah. even your your Instagram that I wanted to call you up for being good the other day. Like you look into the camera. Like I just call you out. For, I know you think it's a joke, but I do truly think that you're like trying to be seductive. Yeah, but y- you do the same stuff. What are I you guess- talking about? You're standing in a in a in, on stairs with a guitar with your legs yeah. out. Yeah, I mean you look. Yeah. Cool. But it's mine's not a selfie in the mirror. Yeah, it's it's the selfie. Andrew. Yeah, it's a doofy. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't like. It's just like I get like uncomfortable <laughs> at the at the uh, the the face you make to yourself in the mirror when you're tr- when you within that shot where you like looked like a nurse. I agree. I agree. It was just I like agree. you were just trying so hard to look sexy. It's it's not. But like this picture makes me furious. It just, I can't I look handle great, it. though. I look good. But, like, just send it to Brenna then. Like, what, like... I did before. A selfie is just... That's who you took it for. I knew it was. And now you put yeah, it but for here's all the of thing. us. It's too vulnerable. I don't want to see that side of you. Nick, it's so weird. Nick, <laughs> Nick I, I did it because I knew it set up the male nurse outfit. Like, my, my idea is, like, look as normal and, like, whatever. And then the third thing is, like, oh, you're a male nurse outfit. Like, it sets up that joke to me. It's, like, the right. setup. Right. Okay. That's how I looked at it. I just love that you, like, work so hard to, like, do a cool pose in the second one, like, in your room. Like, you're kind of, like, putting your hands together, like, hey, man, like, telling a story. But you're by yourself. <laughs> you set the timer. You had to, like, r- scramble over there. And also, the all of the, the, the chaos that's happening behind you, your room is... A mess in the back, like you, you did. It's just a guy that's like so casual and cool, but his room is a fucking <laughs> die in the background. Like it, the juxtaposition. You're not even meaning to be funny here, but like this guy, that face is not the guy that also has this trash collected in, in the four corners. Like that okay, trash yes, and that man are true. not the same thing. True, true. You couldn't I, bother yourself to pick up these cords and just brush them I, out of the. <laughs> I did really like that outfit. 
And yeah. I'm still going to rock that outfit. I think it's a great stage outfit. But 40 people wrote, you look like a male nurse. Uh, I had no you, idea. And then you reposted it and changed it to the nurse thing? Yeah. No, no, so no. So you originally then I made it a main without- post. Uh, no, no, no. I, I had it in my story. Sorry. Oh, okay. So, but so you yeah, posted so, it with no joke. You just were trying to be sweet looking. I just wanted people to be. I said, I'm monochroming to your town. Like monochroming. Oh, okay, I got it. Okay. I give you uh, shit. But mono- you're, you're right. It's the same stuff that, that I do when I post pictures where I look hot. Except that, like, you know, yesterday I took some very. I took pictures that were just as, like, selfie and self indulgent as those where I'm, like, posing and I look <laughs> the hottest I've ever looked in my life. And if I put them on Instagram, it would. I would get me more likes than I've ever gotten in my life. I look. Amazing. You took them yourself. You took them. Yeah, yourself? because uh, yeah, I took them in my green room myself. They are, honestly, it's the best photo shoot I've done. At, like, I sent them to my stylist, and they were like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "I'm really Can I see? good." Like, yeah, I'll show you some. They're fucking amazing, and I won't post them because they're too sexy and they're too like. They're, and I was by myself. If someone else would have taken them, I would be fine with it. But because I took them, see, I that's the wa- difference. Like, I I don't get. But I made it look like I didn't take them. A- yeah, but I don't get weirded out by taking a selfie. I do get weirded out by asking people to take photos of me. Like, you love that. Um, I'd rather it's not as embarrassing as a selfie. A selfie when you're like <laughs> For pretending me to look I don't know like why. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta post that. What are you doing? I mean, it. I know. I'm just on a chair, uh, trying to get my whole look in because I couldn't do the whole look. I'm in my, and it looks like I'm just having a conversation, but I'm not, I'm honestly by myself. I look like I'm looking at someone. Uh, wait, let me show you this one. This one's so So make that joke. So say that in the caption, say, I know because then you're doing the thing where you're being sexy and you act like you're not like the, like these, I didn't, so I'm not going to post this, but I did take them because the guy that I'm hooking up with, I wanted to send them to him. Like they're not yeah. for everyone, even though they, they would get me a ton of likes. No, we didn't side get to your, tit, we didn't get to your number. Tit's great, I love side tit. That's, yeah, that's I, I I've got a lot of tit and under tit because of uh, my period. I gotta go and and change a tamp tamp before my uh my <laughs> glam uh, squad gets worm? here. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I gotta change the old string cheese. Guys, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we'll be here tomorrow on the show. I can't wait to tell you about my long ass day today. <laughs> Pray for me. Uh, I love you so much for listening. And um, no, I'm sorry we didn't get to your num- nostalgic number. And we didn't know what nostalgia was. Uh, it was all very confusing. But I do want to play that game again. I think it's going to be really fun for the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We will see you tomorrow on the podcast. Don't be cut. And Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.